You're listening to Astronomica, a podcast about recapturing vestiges of your lost youth in a really creepy way. <laughs> it's a podcast about recaps. It's really what we're here for. We even recap our intros. Yep, it's true. And um, <clears throat> Kristen, you idiot. <laughs> you motherfucker. No! Kristen, you ignorant slut. <laughs> no, it was on purpose. We wanted to insult the other Stars That Number podcast. It yeah. was, uh, um, we're big time in them. Yeah, we're, we're petty. Um, no, uh, it's not second star to the right. It's seventh star to the right. Yes. I had a feeling that I got it wrong. Yeah. I remembered that it's a play on Peter Pan, but mm-hmm. I missed the shift. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry about that, guys. Seventh star to the right. Mm-hmm. I have it on good authority that it is an excellent show. Yeah, that's kind of like how we kept saying we were the only stars that never podcast. Well, after that was no longer true. <laughs> yeah. And what uh, up? What up, children of the spine? Yeah. <laughs> I think we I, I, did. We say we were the only, or did we say that we were the premier? Um, we definitely. Yes. <laughs> okay. We definitely suggested there were no other options. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I still feel like the number of options is small enough that like they could all fit in the RV. Not right now because it's the beginning of summer in Memphis. Mm, and yeah. yeah, it's miserable in here, y'all. This it's is as many bad. people as is, mm-hmm. you know. You also um, hinted at a story about a smell. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did. I teased the smell. Ooh, yeah. that smell. That's going to be a Patreon exclusive problem. <laughs> 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 no, it'll, uh, we'll discuss it later. I, I'm, uh. I'm I'm uh, having a pretty good day, and I don't want to revisit the, <laughs> the horrors of that. <clears throat> um, I do want to say that uh, things are finally evening out at work, I think. Uh, so Yay. hopefully I can get back to fulfilling my Patreon obligations. <laughs> Thank you guys for being patient. But yeah, I'm really excited to... Uh, Get back on that. I'd also like to thank everyone for being patient. And just remember when it's lawsuit time, mm-hmm. the one person that was letting you down. Yeah. Yeah. I will uh, take the brunt of it. We don't actually have a Admiral Grace <laughs> LLC. We have, uh, I think it's my personal Patreon yeah. account yeah. that we're using. Yep. You can tell that we actually like each other um, because whenever there's one person who's who's not here yet for an intro, we don't take the opportunity to just be like, oh, yeah, it's that guy's fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just that guy. Oh, yeah. damn. Wait, I missed fuck, that. Up we can do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know you were like blaming Stan and I'm like, Colin's not even here yet. Colin! <laughs> you can just be like, it's all his fault and he'll never know. Yeah. Hey, Colin, hurry up and get in here so I can blame you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, ladies and gents, and everyone else in between, we blame the people who are here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The people I who think, showed up are the problem. I think I've seen enough, yeah. like, <laughs> Kickstarters screw people mm. that, um... You want that okay. You want that for yourself? Yeah. I've seen <laughs> what the Lord did in their lives, and I, yeah, right. I want some of that for me. <laughs> Speaking of people who screw everything up mm-hmm. and are... To blame. Hello. For everything. (laughs) How's it going? His name's Cullen and he plays Anton. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Brought the whiskey. Uh, It's a cognac. Cognac. cognac Cold. Nyak. Yeah. I was going to say, ooh, classy. It is classy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, really good. Um, Yeah, I actually like it a lot. Okay, fine. You're going to get nyakered? No, I'm um, drinking this because I um, 
actually ate food today and then had like two beers and my belly is very full and if i keep drinking beer i'm gonna feel like shit right ah. nice. I brought a sip. You, you ate you ate enough that your um your low-grade drunkenness that's usually <laughs> you, you've dulled that down you need yeah my my usual um i eat like once a day and sparingly sort of um constant Adderall drunk level mm-hmm. is is waning fast so yeah. I figured I'd fuck with something a little different today. That's weird because I have a constant Adderall drunk level but I eat constantly. <laughs> so well, I works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I like I tend to eat a shitload like every four days. Mm. Yeah I do I do okay. that. So like yeah. a snake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which Stan can actually unhinge his jaw a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've noticed. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's a. Uh, it, it's mostly a sex thing, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I tend <laughs> Why to be. Do you think I, know? <laughs> <laughs> I tend to be like just bottomless pit hungry whenever it's cold outside. I just mm-hmm. want all of the comfort, like someone whose bloodlines come from Northern Europe foods. Mm-hmm. I want all the starch. I want all the cheese. Mm-hmm. I want all the gravy. Yeah. And then the summer months hit particularly down here, and my body is just like, if you put food in us, we will hurl. Mm-hmm. Speaking of yeah. which, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else in the room has noticed, but it is fucking hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It is, it is brutal. Enjoy this clear audio. Yeah. Dear yeah. listener, because a, yeah, we're suffering for it. Next week, <laughs> we bring in the air. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to experiment with uh, a small air conditioning unit, like off in the corner, and see if that doesn't nice. wreck our situation. And if it doesn't, we will be we, performing for you in comfort. We could I get hope a, you care. We could get like a kiddie pool and fill it with ice. And Ooh. That would be pretty dope. Do or our own little 300 club here? Mm-hmm. I could dump the jello out of the one in my basement. Nice. How, no, don't do that. How old is that Jello in your basement? Uh, it's, a, it's a continuum. <laughs> I have a very important question about the Jello in your basement, mm-hmm. based off of a post from the cursed food section of our Discord. All savory flavors. All savory flavors. Yes. So it's uh, is an there? Oh, <laughs> uh, there's no tomato involved. But there is mm. mayonnaise Jello. Yes, okay. uh, mayonnaise uh, bouillon of. Beef and chicken flavors. How about some mint? Salt from sweat. Yes. <laughs> uh, and a bit of plain um, jello, but it has been infused with uh, Vietnamese fish sauce. Nice. So, um, hey, Colin. What how up? about we talk about anything else? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm down for that. Cool. Immediately. Did you have a topic in mind? No. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that whenever I've never tried fish sauce to my knowledge, I may have, it may have been on a dish, but I just, the the name of it just makes me think of like holding a fish over a plate and squeezing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. basically wringing it. it out. Yeah, just oh, wringing it, wringing a fish out on your food. That's that's Excuse what it tastes me. like. Um, nice. But then you let it get old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little concerned that that just reminded Colin of something, and yeah. now he's got to go I take care. Taken my fish sauce every day, or you'll die, medicine. Oh yeah, oh, part okay. of that is fish oil. So. Ah, uh, fish. Go inside and take your. I'm so old. I'm on damn die pills. Well, guys, I don't want to cut this uh, amazing um, panoply of culinary delights short. Um, it's a pretty bad intro. But, um, yeah, this one is... Uh, bottom bottom 10. 
It's not our best, and I think I'm just going to sort right through to a recap that is sure to not impress. Uh, it's it's our it's our not greatest intro because I was inside laying on my bed because I thought that y'all were just bullshitting and not actually starting <laughs> oh, the no, podcast yet. Sorry. We, we, yeah, we, it we were super great if I was in here. We were totally yeah. bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We I thought just... it was really good for the first like three or four minutes, and then just <laughs> took a sudden plummet. Wow! You know wow! What, man? That's probably true <laughs> it was the nyak the nyak was talking the nyak um but on that note i am going to attempt to do a recap with no notes hey i did that last time yeah i did that last time but, without having listened to the but, episode but your crimes were covered up by my incompetence <laughs> 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 all right Last week on Astronomica, we did a whole bunch of shit, and it's still happening right now, so I don't know if I'm even going to remember everything, but events are updating. So, here we go. We got into a little bit of a scuffle with more of the locals and convinced them to put their weapons down, because do you know what they're using? They're using muskets. Who has even heard of a musket in this day and age? I don't even know how I know what a musket is. It doesn't matter. So we convinced them to put their arms down and started tying them up and started asking them questions. And we also found Clean Tom, who was in good shape. It was great to see him again. And also one of the monks. And I don't think we got his name. We'll see. Go back and listen to the actual log Chung to find out. Hyun? Hyun. I think is the one Oh, in there. yeah. No, you didn't get his name. No, we didn't Scratch get his that. name yet. The locals told us that there was one more guy that they still held hostage and that he was actually being interrogated in the cafeteria. So my amazing, awesome team, who I'm definitely helping out and totally am not scamming to get off world of Anton and Pappy and that other dude who's a robot, Hopper. Not a dude. <laughs> <laughs> they went to go and rescue the other guy and we could hear all of the fighting going on from the other room and this gal that i was trying to interrogate she was like your team is gonna die because our priest is gonna kill him with the dragon gun and i was like nah and she was like uh-huh and i was like dude that's him right there on the floor they're dragging him in and his skull is open so i think nah and then from there, they told us a little bit more about what's going on with this whole dragger down thing and that they have this god that they worship. And who would have thought that Pappy is super anti-god? I mean, he seems so nice and mild-mannered, but I mean, you just put some religion in his face and he's just like, that's dumb. I don't know what that's about, but maybe we'll find out. Dark backstory, anyone? Who knows? Then we decided, hey, we have achieved everything that we needed to achieve Let's loot this place. So that's where we are now. We're going through the nooks. We're going through the crannies. We are going to find some pre-tech toys that no one has seen before. And I am excited. I hope you are too. The doors beyond the security booth. Both are steel or the futuristic equivalent. And both have what look like card readers that would open them. They don't have knobs. Well, Chung Hee is catching up. I assume Hopper and Mackie are also. Yeah, Hopper's come out of the water and, you know, none the worse for wear. Uh, Mackie is saying to Chung Hee, she'll, uh, 
you guys didn't come all the way to Port Hughes just to check out this bunch of rotten old buildings, did you? Well, we are investigating some new locations, yes. Really? What for? I don't know if you're familiar with monopole gravitics. Uh, yeah, they I've actually were, got a little uh, a nodding acquaintance with their work. They were miracle workers. We have some of their technology that we don't fully understand, so we're looking for any kind of help in understanding how it works. I see. So, uh, basically, any place that they had a presence, you guys are on a bound to investigate. Uh, yeah, I would say that's accurate. All right, well, that's pretty cool. So, uh, I was noticing your cyberware up there, mm-hmm. and he gestures to his own head. I've seen similar work, you know, in various places. Is that a remote takeover link? It is a mind-machine interface. Uh, it enables high bandwidth communication between, from my mind, into the computer that I have installed, and then from that computer to the computer that Hewn is wearing, and then to his mind. So that's cool. that is fascinating. Obviously, out of game speculation, <laughs> but so their their whole thing is the like communal mind. Com- yeah, and they were it was what like their name meant like serve. Serve God, God or become to, God? To serve as God. It's kind of cool. <laughs> a mind-machine interface. I wonder what that would be like, Mackie, don't you? <laughs> yeah, totally. So, uh, sort of a gestalt consciousness? What's the range on a thing like that? Unfortunately, not very far. We are limited by the speed of light. Aren't we all? <laughs> Tell me about it, brother. <laughs> but monopole gravitics wasn't. Ah, interesting. Currently, when we travel outside of our home system, we are somewhat more isolated. Uh, Hewn and I are in contact, but uh, I f- we feel alone. Hopefully with access to these devices, and I'm enheartened to see that it's a communications research facility, we would be able to be in touch with the rest of our people anywhere we went. You said you've seen similar technology? Yeah, I, I've seen similar technology deployed on a woman that... Actually, she worked for a racetrack, oddly enough, and... Uh, Well, it seemed that what her implement did was allow a third party to uh, just completely take over her consciousness and her body, sort of use her as a puppet Hmm. over great distances. It was was a little unsettling. I'm an old-fashioned guy, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was basically the gist of it. There was also a VR headset that we found on Aegea that was of a similar nature, but it was hooked up to a dead guy, so it was mostly just gross and wet. (laughs) That sounds gross and wet. We have also encountered, uh, let's say, hacked versions of our hardware. Mm -hmm. I know there's a company based on Glazer 4 called EdgeTech that we believe has uh, used examples of our technology to... um, Basically, they've reverse-engineered our, our work. I see. Hmm. And how do you all feel about that? Well, I don't like what you've described of people taking over other people's minds. That's not okay. I'm heartened to hear you say that. I think we're going to get along. I mean, you have to approach that sort of thing on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> <laughs> Hopper has uh, developed some interesting ideas regarding personal agency and uh, things of that nature. They think strangely. They do indeed. They do indeed. <laughs> Wait till you meet the ship. That is empirically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you guys wander up to us, I'm assuming that since these things don't have knobs and they just have key cards, we're basically standing there like, um, mm-hmm. so, 
I want to examine this key card situation, mm -hmm. and um, this is way outside of CB's wheelhouse. But I guess what I want to do is I want to try and evaluate the card reader to see if there was a way to connect it to some outside, like, battery, mm -hmm. like some juice to... Presumably that is within the wall that it's connected to. Okay. I guess... Mm. I mean, it is a, it's a, you know, electronic device that's... Yeah. It can be removed from the wall. Gotcha. Hey, Anton? Yes. Um, I gotta be real honest. I'm not very good with technology. And this seems like something that would be much better for, for us to call him Pappy. But, hey, I guess, do you think we could try and, like, wall open this door open? That's kind of what I was thinking is that, hmm... Like, we you could what? try to make a let's wedge. Kill, let's kill two birds with one stone, right? So, I mean, Anson's got that subdermal plating, and so, like, the idea of severely hurting himself trying to reach through a wall is like, mm -hmm. yeah, he might cut himself, but it's not going to be that bad. So he's going to try to, like, forcefully pull the scanner thing, like, out of the wall to give Mackie more access to it. Okay. And if that's not... You know, crazy difficult. He's just gonna kind of cut fucking keep going. Okay. Uh, what's your strength? He's got a plus one to strength. And okay. What's the actual attribute though? Uh, it's a fourteen. It takes some like wrenching back and forth, but you are able to jerk the card reader thing out of the wall, revealing behind it, you know, a bunch of wiring and everything. About that time, Mackie catches up. Anton has broken the door. Hey, <laughs> that's some good breaking there, friend. I figured if I had the thing out and you wanted to do some fancy wiring to it, it'd be easier if all the wires were on the outside. Hey, yeah. hey, Pappy, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. It says labs. It does say labs. And Good eye. labs mean cool shit. All right. So we got to figure out how to get in this door. Yes, they are one of the most playful breeds. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you don't think it would be difficult to get this door open? It doesn't look sure. like it's meant to... Mm -hmm withstand serious espionage All right. but there is no power in the system so hey buddy come here he sort of gives a beckoning gesture to hopper yes Mackie uh, just sort of stand right uh, Mackie's gonna like open up uh, his chassis and like do some fancy footwork with some alligator clips and his power core mm -hmm. and see if he can't get this thing to wake up okay let's call it a fix check let us call it a fix check please don't flub the elite the electricity check when you are standing in chest deep water. Boxcars, baby. Nice. Ooh. The door slides open. Wow, you're really good at that. Hey, can you teach me how to do stuff with, like, all of this? Uh, I certainly can. That sounds like maybe you don't want to. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to, but I'm saying it's a significant investment of uh, time and resources and energy. Mm. We're just going to... You know, put that uh, on a uh, evaluatory basis for the present. But uh, so far, so good. Hey. Colin bleeding over into the character. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair. I was really hoping that Anton would teach me some things. So I guess maybe if there's time after that. This During this can... conversation, he kind of like, we're talking, but... He kind of, like, gets you by both shoulders yeah. and moves you away from the door and nods at Anton and nods at the door. Yeah. And, uh, I like it. Yeah. Anton, you're looking down this corridor. Mm -hmm. 
There are bullet holes in the walls, mm-hmm. um, or more like bullet dents. There is scorching in keeping with a plasma weapon. There is a window in one of the walls with kind of a, a little grate, similar to like a bank teller. Does the like scene of violence stretch from the window to the wall? It does. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. And... Uh, Unfortunately, in the chest deep water, the sweat does not drip down. <laughs> or if, even if it did, you wouldn't know. Yeah, you can't tell. <laughs> Please don't skeet, skeet, skeet until we are out of the water. Aww. <laughs> there is a small door to the right that would appear to probably... It's going in the same direction kind of as the utility wing. There is the window, which as I'm assuming you kind of are walking in, mm. looks like another security booth, except in this case the window is still in place. Mm-hmm. It is, like, marked from bullets bouncing off of it, basically. Mm-hmm. There's a door into that security booth area, and there's a door at the end of the corridor. This one looks like a pretty heavy-duty, almost like a bulkhead door on a, on a starship. As you move down the hall, thanks to your cyber eyes, you do not trip over. There are two more or less destroyed security bots laid out in the hallway, as well as another human skeleton. Gotcha. Um, this one has not been stripped. Word. Well, I guess it's time for someone to do that. Then. <laughs> well, I mean, they're dead. So according to your moral code, it's perfectly acceptable. Totally yeah. down. No, that, that is no problem. <laughs> it's got a thermal pistol and holster. It's wearing secure clothing. He has a data pad that appears to have been hit with plasma. Oh, dear. It's in bad shape. And... Jutting out of the top of the skull is similar cyberware to what you see on uh, Chung Hee. Hmm. Are we making any attempt to keep the monks towards the back? Are we letting them just like. I think Chung Hee is walking alongside Mackie. Yeah. Uh, Hyun is kind of just straggling behind. I'd like to see how uh, old these remains are. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. Okay. They are approximately 10 years old. Okay. Okay. So grab a. Monopole gravitics. Thank you. My brain was making it gravipole. I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) Monopole gravitics is a pre-tech company. So many centuries ago. Many centuries ago. I guess my question was if anybody, I don't know if this is something that CB would have any kind of setting knowledge of, but maybe somebody else does. Any leftover like vestiges of the company that so, were still active. Because I know some of the companies of today mm-hmm. have their roots in... Yeah, you can go back to like pre-tech. East India Company and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can give me a no check. Okay. Because it's really... It's very interesting to me that they're only 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a negative one. <laughs> um, I got a nine on the die for a total of eight. So. Okay. Yeah, there are a number of modern-day companies that can trace their lines back to Monopole Gravitics. So Monopole Gravitics was a not-quite-galaxy-spanning, um, and then a bunch of its individual cells were isolated, obviously, in the collapse. Uh-huh. And many of those have lived on today in, in different iterations. Okay. Let's see, you got a nine? Yeah, well, eight. Eight. Because I minus one, because I'm yeah. not proficient in no. Yeah, so the most famous descending company in the immediate region is the Echo Corporation. All right. Which the Echo Array in the Pasha system is a monopole gravitics. Gotcha. And that's the array that makes it possible for the TV. Uh, Correct. Correct. Okay. Hmm. 
it's very interesting to me that they're only 10 years old. Um, well, imagine the people who come in here for 10 years from now, and they're like, some of these remains are 20 years old, and some <laughs> of these remains are 10 years old. Well, that's only if we leave remains here. Um, hey, Pappy, so I know that Echo Corporation is what Monopole Gravitics became, or it's one of the things. But do you think it's possible that they could have been active here? Or does this look more like someone sent in some sort of party to go through the ruin? Is this in the remains of the same uniform that the other two were? Yes. It looks like some sort of organized incursion on the behest of parties unknown. Mackie mm-hmm. reaches down into the water and pulls the skull up mm-hmm. with the cyberware, and he uh, shows it to Chung Hee, mm-hmm. and sort of he goes, "Yeah." So Chung Hee uh, gives it a close examination, reaches for it, and says, "May I?" I have no objections. Uh, this all right with you guys? Yeah. He hands over the skull. As long as you promise not to do any sort of Hamlet bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I promise nothing. <laughs> I like references. Yeah, he examines the uh, hardware and says it's not ours. Looks similar to um, the other hack jobs that we've seen. All right, interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting. And Mackie will, with his interests and proclivities, dig around in the security bots that are, I assume are visible beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, uh, what can you tell about those? Uh, fix check... 14. Okay. They are pre-tech security bots. You don't know how advanced the expert systems that would have run them might be. Mm-hmm. They're, is it chassis or chassis? <laughs> chassis. Chassis. Their chassis are quite substantial. Each has uh, one arm is a sort of stun baton, and the other arm is a plasma projector. Hmm. All right. Wow. They are obviously in somewhat bad shape, but... Presumably with some pre-tech parts and some elbow grease, you could attach a plasma projector arm to Hopper if you wanted. (laughs) Mackie will salvage that equipment uh, if that works. Cool. And in the process, recover 10 Type A power cells. Nice. That were all just kind of like arranged on a a board inside the... Cool. And those were the same power cells that we got off the, uh, the corpse as well. Yeah, so power cells are actually... They're kind of a technology that wasn't lost. Gotcha. All right. Uh, it's still just type A and type B, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You sometimes need converters for like specialized power cells. Like when you're in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Cool. So. <clears throat> no, wait. Those are 50 hertz. <laughs> so when they came here 10 years ago, these. Uh, probably what droids were still. Them. Yeah. I think they were mercs that were sent in to try and retrieve something. And I think that if the mercs were not successful, then there is at least one more functional security bot. That's a good thought. Is this section also fully underwater, or like we still still up to your chest? Okay. So we opened the door. Did water rush in when we opened the door? No. Okay. So it's like its submergence has not changed noticeably in in the ten years since this guy. No. Yeah. It probably has changed dramatically in the past thousand, but yeah. Ah, so I think it's. A good thought that, like, we might encounter another one of these if we press forward. Is there anything that we can glean from this that might give us a heads up that we wouldn't be surprised by it? That we could be, like, checking around corners for a certain thing? Does that make any sense or is that just wildly outside of... Okay, so what I'm thinking is, like, can we sort of read this scene well enough to guess at some tip-off 
that we're about to encounter a droid. Mm. That if we were to move forward slowly and intentionally, that we could be on the lookout for a specific thing that like this droid is likely I think this kind of droid is likely to or is that just not even a possible Yeah, so I think with ten years in the water and probably the human bodies floated for some of that. Yeah. Um the scene's just too corrupted to do any kind of like forensic read of okay. what direction they were running or anything like that. If if we see like a little alcove with a save point and a bunch of health packs, yeah. that's when we know. Yeah. yeah. All right. But speaking of looking in alcoves, can we see through this security window? Yes. Okay. I want to look through there. Ooh, and I did actually think of something that might help us, and that is if we can determine the kind of sensors these bots have. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we could, like, duck down in the water. If it's, like, a visual sensor, if we can, like, make ourselves visually less. Um, like, is sneaking going to be a viable option, I guess? Yeah, that could be a no or a fix. Or cool. Okay. Um, to examine hey, their uh Pappy, do you, can you tell if there's another one of these that we can not be seen by it? All right. So that's going to be fix intelligence. That's going to be 10. Okay. They have very sophisticated optics. Not extremely sophisticated, maybe by TL5 standards, but mm-hmm. yeah, run-of-the-mill optics pre-tech are uh, far in excess of yeah. the okay. best optics of so, today. So we're thinking of at least the level of like Anton's eyes. Yeah. Okay. So, so like heat signature. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're not probably going to be able to hide from these things if they're uh, if they're still tooling around. Can we? Uh scavenge a set of these optics? Sure. For Hopper? Mm-hmm. That a fix check? Can I just yank them? Uh, you can just yank them. Yank. Nice. Once again, they are in fairly bad shape. It will require some like fix rolls and some pre-tech parts to, to get them working. Okay. Um, looking through the window mm-hmm. into the security booth. Again, it's uh, full of water. There are some uh, filing cabinets you would assume are full of paper pulp. There are, again, submerged computers, and there is a door against the back wall labeled Chief of Security, and there is a hook on the wall with several lanyards hanging from it. Mr. Hopper, do you think your bone saw could get through this window? Let us use an empirical method to determine. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what... <laughs> yeah, it takes, it takes a little time, but yeah, it's definitely um, not actually glass. It's some kind of future glass. It's made out of bones, actually. It's made out of Vira glass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whoa. So there I was, (laughs) being a window, and it made me think, I don't know how to finish this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Neither did he. Are you window dressing, or are you a window to a different realm? (laughs) Coming up on this American Gife. (laughs) Three different stories of people that aren't actually related, but we've made a labored theme to try and thread them together. (laughs) Because we've been doing this shit for 20 years, and we've run out of stuff. Mm. It's about windows. When he gets the uh, window all the way open, Mm -hmm. or big enough that... He cuts a a hole you can climb through. Looney Tunes style, a big circular hole. It's exactly... No, it's an exact uh, (laughs) Mackie-shaped silhouette. (laughs) Yeah. You have to put your arms in weird positions to go through it. Mackie puts his arms in weird position, and he goes on through it. And uh, so... These, uh, what do you call it? Uh, this office, these lanyards. He's just going to do a notice check to see. That is going to be five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. 
Okay. And that's for the... That's just for this room behind the window. Is there anything that our initial scanning from the other side of the window we might have missed? Any... Under the window, like kind of under the counter that the window is set into. Mm -hmm. There is what looks like kind of a panic button. Okay. Almost like a silent alarm at a bank. Okay. And it is, I assume... What do you call it? Not powered. It doesn't appear to be. Okay. That's something that might come in handy later. He's going to take those lanyards and examine them. Mm -hmm. They have largely faded. You can make out a vaguely like human portrait uh, on each of them. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a a strip similar to like a magnetic strip on a, a modern day key card. Okay. How many of them are there? Six. Fantastic. And uh, he is going to examine the door that says Chief of Security. Okay. This is a more standard door. It has a knob. Okay. Hopper is going to put one of the lanyards on Mackie, like a Hawaiian lay ceremony, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then uh, put one on his own neck. Hey, hey, can I have one of those? Yeah, here you go. Thanks. And um, is there any chance that one of those bots is behind this door? I think it's not entirely impossible. I, I have no idea, though. Oh, okay. And CB will draw. She's got a uh, laser rifle, mm-hmm. which is not the bestest. Mm-hmm. But that seems like it's going to be more useful if we're surprised than the bat. Sure. I did throw you the plasma caster. Oh, that's right. I forgot I had the plasma caster. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll take the dragon gun instead. All right, there you go. It makes it sound like a jet engine flying <laughs> overhead. <laughs> yep. Like a G6. Okay. Or a 747. Yeah, but that's not how this song goes, okay? <laughs> what's the uh, what's the check for trap skill in Stars Without Number, you think? Notice. All right. Uh, Maggie's going to do a notice on the door. Oh, okay. So that's going to be 9 plus 3. Yeah, it's going to be 12. Okay. Yeah, there's a poison dart trap. <laughs> <laughs> Pit trap. Okay. It's not trapped. Cool. He opens the door. Okay. You reveal a submerged security chief's office. The notable things in the room, uh, there is a supply locker. All right. Large enough that you expect it probably contains some kind of like riot gear, Mm -hmm. his emergency equipment that he would need to access in an emergency. There are two, they almost look like first aid stations. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are standing adjacent to each other against the wall behind his desk. One is labeled one kilometer EMP. Hmm. Okay. And one is labeled emergency local CTC. 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 That mean anything to you too? Mm, I mean, you're the tech guy. Hmm. CTC. Um, <laughs> should I bring Hopper? Will know extra- what a CTC is. Okay. Sure. okay. <laughs> I mean, it could be. You don't. You don't. You're not positive, but you know the acronym. That is an acronym frequently used in relativity research to mean closed time-like curve. Interesting. What does that mean? We don't know exactly in our fallen state, but in pre-tech times, it would be some sort of time travel shit. (laughs) Time travel? Probably messages. Oh. Interesting. Mackie approaches that booth, and, I mean, is the door closed? Is it open? It's like a thing you fit your body into. No, it's a, it's like a, a it's almost like a first aid station. It's just standing there, and there's like a a switch 
Basically, like a there's a, a grip that you pull and turn and push back in. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's the case on both the one kilometer EMP and the uh, local CTC. When you say messages, do you mean like you could watch some sort of a sporting event or a race, and then you could go use this thing and tell your past self how it turned out, and then you could bet on it? Possibly. Either that or some sort of informational matter-energy equivalence that would render all matter within the local space-time volume into pure energy. Oh. That seems bad. I don't make value judgments. (laughs) (laughs) Well, none of this is powered up, so I don't think we need to worry about it too much. Yeah, go ahead and give that thing a yank. No, I'm not going to do that either. Uh, what if we poke it with a stick? I encourage you to do so. Um, I'm going to, like, work on this locker over here and, uh, you know, bypass the lock on that locker. Okay. It is an electronic lock. It's nothing so great that uh, you couldn't brute your way through. But if you want to use Mackie's skills, that's also... Mm. Eh, fuck it. We'll just go ahead and brood our way through. So Pop it with a crowbar. Yep. One moment, please. And he goes like diving through the hole in the window and like <laughs> splash, 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 splash. Mm-hmm. And then splash, 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 splash. He comes back and jumps through the window, holding the sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> you really like that thing, don't you? I'm going to name four music albums after myself. <laughs> All right, that sounds great. Would you do the honors? I thought you would never ask. Smash. Smash. All right. Okay. Give me one second. I'm giving you guys some cool shit here. Hooray. While you're thinking about cool shit, I'm also curious if the monks, if Chunghee or Hyun had any, like, did their eyes light up when we talked about this CTC thing? They are... um, Disinterested? Strangely difficult to read. They aren't very emotive. I see. Um, um, are they in the security booth with us, or are they out in the court? Chung He is sticking pretty close to Mackie. Mm-hmm. Hyun seems to be perfectly comfortable lingering, however many meters behind. So he hasn't he hasn't climbed through. He's yeah. a balloon on a long string. Yeah. Speaking of uh, giving people cool things, Colin, would you mind reaching behind you into that? Pre-tech chamber. I think I might be able to help you with that. Excellent. Man, I gotta say, this vision board has become a new go-to for me. It's a solid. This is a solid beer. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a raspberry flavored thing, and uh, I'm a something I can get at Kroger. <laughs> I'm into it. I like Crosstown. They are the second best Memphis brewery. Really? Yeah. You like them better than Memphis Made? Yes. Mm. Uh, with the exception of the Scottish from Memphis Made, they're, that's their superior offering. There was one from them that I really wanted to try, and okay, so there was a chocolate mint stout. That I got last year. And I do not remember if that was Memphis Made or if that was someone else. That was Crosstown. Okay. That was their seasonal beer. Okay. It was real. That was was one that I thought was going to be vile. And it was very good. Yeah. It was so good that I took some of it with me to Wisconsin. But I really like it. It's 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 an adventuresome ask, so it doesn't sell um, unless people have already tried it and know they like it. Yeah, that's fair. As expected... Mm-hmm. There is a suit of uh, armor that appears to be something between like a, a riot cop's gear and like a SWAT officer's. Okay, gear. it is stamped with uh, Curity Monopole Gravitics. Uh, okay, Experimental Communications Technology Division. And it, it has been submerged mostly <laughs> in water, so the top, like from the shoulders up, is still like a, a menacing black, and then from 
chest down is a weird algae blue green. Okay, cool. <laughs> I kind of I like that. that. <laughs> That's cool. And a quick look inside. It definitely has some like intelligent hardware. Mm. There is stuff the suit does that will take uh, some investigation to figure out. Uh, additionally, there is a pretty sophisticated-looking uh, rifle. Mm. It was also submerged, but it appears to be in quite good shape, considering that. And uh, you have to kind of scrape some of the coral-like growth off the side, but you reveal a little bit of like raised text along the grip that says prototype. Oh, nice. <laughs> and there is a mask. It looks like kind of a, an atmospheric filter. And once again, it is a pre-tech device. There's no telling what kind of weird powers it has. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Poppy, I, I could watch over that mask. I'm not much of a guns person, and I feel like if anything says some sort of chief or something, you know, hmm. that's definitely not me. But, you know, a mask is something that might come in handy. Well, yeah, sure. Hang on just a second. Mackie puts the mask on and then holds his head underwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And tries to breathe. How does that go? All right. Water does not enter the mask. Even though it's kind of a, it's loose-fitting, almost fabric-like, mm-hmm. once it's laid across your face, it very quickly seals. Okay. Mm. And uh, you're not breathing water. Mm-hmm. It's not like pulling water through it and producing oxygen. Mm-hmm. It uh, apparently is airtight and yet is producing oxygen for you to breathe and destroying the carbon dioxide you breathe out. Hmm. That's cool. I have a very important question. Does Mackie look like Cobra Commander when he's wearing a cloth <laughs> mask on his face? Um, if he had the blue helmet, yes. Nice. All right. Right um, now, he looks like your Cobra Commander figure that you could remove the helmet uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that you had when you were 10. Yeah. And, uh, so he no longer had the helmet. He's, he's got a leg ripped off, buried in dirt, <laughs> and half melted. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was going to say, and it has been transfigured by homemade napalm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Mackie uh, comes up and, like, shakes water off his head, you know, like a dog, and probably gets it all over both of you. And then he hands you the mask. He's like, this is really cool. Wow. I, I mean, I don't see any reason not to just put it on and keep it on unless you're eating. I mean, there's a good reason to, like, be able to have just, you know, a human face, I found. Oh, but, well, sure. But, yeah. This is, wow. And you could, it looked like you were breathing under, you were underwater for a long time. Yeah, no, it uh, definitely, I don't know if that's all it does, but it can definitely uh, produce oxygen and for you to breathe and siphon off the carbon dioxide in some kind of safe manner. Mackie, quit Mm. trying to impose the tyranny of masks just in the interests (laughs) of being able to breathe. Just um, because it could keep you alive does not mean that you should fight with all of your whole being against the inconvenience of a tiny piece of cloth that even a little sissy baby could get to accommodate. <laughs> no arguments here, my man. Hey, do you think uh, this is something that could be used, like, in space? I don't know. That bears further testing, but it can definitely be used right here. Let me interrupt before we get too far. Hopper, when... Mackie put on the mask and activated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you became aware of it as a like networkable object. Like you can you can connect to it and presumably change settings on it. Oh, nice! A uh, little like uh, Bluetooth icon popped up. Yep. Ooh. Can I tell what the settings are? Like, does it give me a rundown basically from the settings screen? Yeah. So it will take a programming check to access it. It's not. It's not just like open. Okay. I want to do that. If you don't mind. Mm-hmm. With news. Presumably, like oh. in similar equipment. 
these things tend to come in, in sets. Mm-hmm. So probably it's connected to the armor, so the person wearing the armor wouldn't uh, need like a password to access the mask right. commands and stuff. But. Okay, well. But, I mean, they can be separated. You just need the key. Well, how does a five do me? <laughs> You're not able to get in. Programming is gross. It is. I guess we'll just have to try later. This is something we have They haven't... definitely use special characters in the password. So. <laughs> this is something we haven't really, I guess, worried about much, but like... What's the deal in Stars Without Number with you want to take another stab at something? Mm-hmm. Like, presumably, you could, if we were back on the ship and it was another day, yeah. people could take another stab at programming. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just need to be able to make a cogent argument about why circumstances have changed in your favor for you to make another attempt. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, think- I mean, an electronic device could permanently lock you out, but yeah. in most cases, yeah, if it's something that um, skill checks are supposed to be made under duress in situations where failure is meaningful so yeah basically hopper just can't do it in the field gotcha okay cool if he changes the conditions in which he's working we can roll another check the pretext suit the security suit mm-hmm. does it look like it has a spot for uh, say a type a power cell uh no wow. it does not do you guys want to try and like put it on right now because the mask responded like immediately even without you know uh or do you just want to toss it in a bag? I would prefer to just know all the ins and outs of it before I put it on. You know, there's a... Uh... Can we fold it up and, and stow it in a backpack? Yeah, it's a little bulky, but okay. sure. Okay. All right. Okay. And the rifle? Uh, the rifle, he just hands over to Mr. Uh, Baptiste Yoshida. I figure that's his uh, wheelhouse. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it does uh, involve a Type A power cell. Well, we've got 10 of them. All yep. right. We've got 14 of them. Yeah. Plus any that any of us had anyway. <laughs> I've got a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're good. I've got some type Bs internally. <laughs> type Bs nuts. <laughs> oh. Nice. Okay, cool. So is there anything else for us to find in this room? Or are we ready to go on to the next? How much more do you want? Oh. I feel like I've been very generous. I mean, I I'm not I'm not saying more. I'm just wanting to be thorough. That's it for this room. Okay. From here you have a passage that leads deeper into the labs. That's the big bulkhead door at the end of the hallway. And a door that goes off to the side, kind of in the direction of the utilities wing uh, that you saw from the other side. Alright. Um Jeff, I believe you were about to ask me something about Oh, yeah, so just Hopper is going to be kind of examining the uh, pretech purse that he dredged up from the submerged office. Okay. Describe examining. Feeling its uh, tensile strength, flipping it inside out, seeing if it has any neat pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredibly sturdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you open it, there's no zipper. You just run your finger over the, uh, like the top crease, mm-hmm. and it uh, splits open. Okay. And when it does, a swarm of silver-colored nanites rush up your arm okay. and swarm over your body, and then you are wearing a nice uh, business casual uh, women's pantsuit. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome! Alright, I have a very crucial question to ask right now. <laughs> Do they in any way interfere with the broad-brimmed pink hat so with the large does, does feather. it clash? Not at all, but it does clash. It's a power I, suit, right? Hopper so does, it's red. Hopper mm-hmm. does not understand clash. Yeah. But he knows he, he needs this hat. Mm-hmm. So as long as they don't interfere with this the hat, he's going to actually experimentally like dip his arm into the water and then shake it out. Is it like, does the nanite fabric like shake off the dirt immediately? No, the nanite fabric behaves in all ways like actual fabric. 
So it feels to the touch like fabric. Okay. It looks like fabric. It absorbs water like fabric. That's real cool. I want to, uh, like, stick my hand back in the purse. Mm-hmm. You find there are uh, several buttons and dials and that kind of thing. Okay. I'll put a pin in that to uh, explore later, okay. and I'll stow it in my uh, fancy new duds. Okay. So many Do exciting you... settings. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, uh, when you put your hand back in the purse uh-huh. and mess around, like the nanites retreat from you oh, and, okay. and go back into the oh, container. Well, then I immediately open it back up again and rewear my pantsuit. Cool. Does it come with heels or sensible, sure. sensible flats? Sensible flats, I think. Okay. Hopper. <laughs> yes, Mackie. You look like your victory in the upcoming election is a <laughs> foregone conclusion. You, you look, wow, that's... Hmm. He looks incredible, what else can you say? That's yeah. nothing else. You look incredible, and you have my vote. Thank you very much. I have a 75-page policy paper that is available for download from the FTP site <laughs> that you can gain access to by registering with my gopher site <laughs> and signing up for my email campaign. Wow, you've really got this down. Did all that happen with the clothes, or has that been in there the whole time? Yes, I didn't actually say that. That was the clothes talking. <laughs> wow. This is... I was going to say this is next level, but this is whatever pre-tech is. Uh, a different game entirely. Different game entirely. Look, I feel... Uh, I shouldn't say anything, because you guys wouldn't know this, but just as you're benevolent, Start Eddie, do not cross the streams between this and your talking <laughs> smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You know, I'm going to be honest. To it self. hadn't even occurred to me, but now I want to. Yeah. That was that was my first thought. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't tell you not to do something you weren't going to do anyway. Yeah. yeah. In the, if he didn't want you to do it. Yeah. Or something that didn't have something really cool attached. Mm-hmm. It's, fair. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a tempting offer. And that's how the TPK happens. <laughs> <laughs> the, the no, Grace- Ryan P. Jr. overwrites the jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sticks its hand in the thing. While we're examining our new toys, can uh, Mackie do any kind of uh, check on this? Uh, I'm going to. I feel like a shoot check is probably the one to roll on this rifle we got out of the locker. Yeah, probably like a shoot intelligence. All right, shoot intelligence coming at you. All right, so that's going to be. That's going to be a 10. Okay. You know, there's nothing like the words prototype to just get the heart beating a little faster, am I right? (laughs) I gotta say, it is a tantalizing firearm. It's pretty, right? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. You just pull pull the trigger, see what happens. Uh, You know, that's just... I like you, Spunk, but that seems like a good way to, like, get us potentially all vaporized and turned into chowder. We're close, but... (laughs) 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 What? What did I say? Nothing, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> what, what did I say, though? Oh, um, did I do a... Pappy? Yeah? Um, the, the word like sometimes implies, you know, a relationship that maybe not everybody is, like, ready to experience. Oh, and here I thought it was the word spunk, which is also a synonym for semen in some dialects. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was oh, making, that was probably I was making it. Just so wait a minute. When I clap everybody on the back and tell them that they're real spunky and I like their... Um, oh, wow, I've been saying horrible things to people you like for months spunk? and years. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I should... think you can get away with it. Honestly, it's like it's not even that big of a deal. Spunk means what you think it means, too. You guys just got to forgive me. Uh, the, the slang that you kids use, I can't keep up. 
It seems like it changes every day. You know? I feel like it is important to tell you at this point that it is the cut of your jib. Oh. oh. <laughs> what have I been saying? <laughs> now, you... Don't tell me. I, I can figure it out. But... <laughs> Anyway, maybe I should just fire this gun in an enclosed space. <laughs> All right, so uh, you examine the gun mm-hmm. and find that there is no, there's nowhere to like chamber around. There's no clip. It has the look of a rifle, right? But yeah, there's nowhere to like put a power supply or any kind of ammunition or anything. This is intriguing. I gotta put on the suit. I mean, this feels like a. Uh, hmm. That's okay. Everybody. Uh, sort of stand back. Are we still in the security office or are we in sort of like the outer room? That's up to you. He's going to go to the outer room and point this at the window, like the security window. Okay. And pull the trigger. All right. You fire a shot. It behaves as a like conventional round. So it's okay. like you shot a physical bullet. Okay. Which strikes the window. It doesn't break it. It puts a, uh, a crack in, in the glass. Okay. And uh, that's it. You don't see a bullet or anything. Hey, uh, what do you guys know about the laws of conservation of matter? It's a bad idea to try and break them. All right. Um, I think the... Uh, I'm going to... Uh, he, he pulls a Sharpie out and uh, pulls the cap off in his teeth and writes, Bad idea gun. <laughs> <laughs> Down the barrel. It's like, all right, we'll we'll revisit this here uh, here shortly. In the meantime, do you guys want to continue our uh, tour of the facilities? Oh, absolutely. We already found a bunch of cool stuff. You know, so Hell yeah, might as well find some more cool stuff. All right, so you guys are coming up to the the big heavy door that looks like an airlock. Before we go through, so Hopper like synced with the mask. Mm-hmm. Is there any like you know? Bluetooth pairing request coming from the gun? Uh, no. No, but your iPod is going wild. Yeah. <laughs> CB's got the mask, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, yeah. well, what I was going to say is, like, maybe if CB's wearing the mask and holds uh, the gun, I is gotcha. she going to get a HUD? I gotcha. I mean, she's definitely putting the mask on and, like, sinking into the water mm-hmm. and playing with that feature. Yep. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So Chung Hee is sticking pretty close to Mackie. Like he's mm-hmm. he's right up there with the party, like examining stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. he's he's very yeah. He's, he's not playing uh, secondary NPC idly yeah. waiting by. No, he, um, he seems like honestly, like they seem like they're on the up and up. All in all, yeah. Um, uh, Hyun is quiet, pretty still. His his gaze is usually down at his feet. Uh, he does occasionally like glance around and stuff, but mm-hmm. he looks like a, a monk sworn to uh, yeah. a vow of silence. Well, because he's sort of like consciously tied to Chunghi. Yeah, I believe that's been suggested. Yeah. Okay. I was just kind of curious about that. It doesn't so much seem like they're being nefarious as possibly an abundance of caution, but I think Anton's going to hang out sort of in the back, just kind of. Observing this dude and like, I don't know, what if the fucking security bot comes in and tries to wipe us out like the Black Ops team or something? Right. Yeah. So yeah, you guys did leave the, uh, you guys did leave a corridor that was labeled utility or utilities unexplored. So, okay. So you're going to hang back. You're watching Hewn and you're watching the, uh, watching the rear. Yeah. And I'm going to like try as much as possible to strike up friendly conversation with him. <laughs> like, hey, bud, what do you think about that neat gun? 
Like, oh man, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the new season of Barry yet? <laughs> uh, you get no response. Hey, uh, Mackie observes this and he asks Chung Hee, "So, uh, in the interior space of y'all's shared consciousness, is he silent there too, or does he get to talk there?" He is me. So, oh, there's not really anything to talk about. Yeah, we have a well, we have a a high bandwidth connection between our minds that make mm-hmm. them, for all purposes, one. All right. So, if it is the same mind in two different bodies, why does he not talk? Because I talk. Well, I mean, have you I... seen Barry? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Barry? Oh, it's a TV show. It's uh, you know. You haven't seen Barry. I guess that's true. Gotten here yet. <laughs> we, Unless they had the DVD box set on the Empress Helene. It was on a flash drive. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the future, nobody wants to pay for HBO. <laughs> no. All the media on the Empress Helene was in a folder called Napster. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's the unexplored corridor that says utility branching off the... Yeah, that's you've already passed that. I was just saying that there is a place behind you that someone could come out of. Okay. So that's why Anton is hanging back. All right, cool. You guys have reached the airlock at the end of this, like, security corridor. Mm-hmm. And the, just to remind you, you entered the one labeled uh, Labs. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fun one. Mm-hmm. And that utilities corridor, it did look like it led in the direction of the other sealed door, correct? Other bulkheaded door? The other or no? sealed door. There were two. There was labs and there was labs and utilities. Oh, okay. There was there is like there was a big door. Yeah. But it was connected to that security booth where the glass was all broken out. Oh, so I you see. were just able to like go around it. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so uh, this airlock door. Examine it. Does it appear to be able to be manually operated? Do we need to find a way to power it up? Uh, is it um, open? Or is it, it closed? It is it is closed and uh there is a panel on the wall that looks like it's like supposed to be like it's got a little like finger tab you can pull it open. I will remind you in case anyone has forgotten you are chest deep in the water. Okay. Mackie attempts to interact with that panel. Okay. You open it. There is some wiring and uh, a few buttons and that kind of thing, but nothing's lit up. There's no electricity. Okay. Uh, underneath that there is an emergency crank. Okay. Yeah, that you can just like fold out and spin. Yeah, if Mackie, if no one stops him, Mackie goes to crank town. Okay. Yeah. Does all the crank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hop, Hopper comes over to help. Alright. Do you do you say you're going to crank town? Yep. We're going to be crank bros, Hopper. Uh, uh, Pap, Pappy? What's up? You know the thing about the spunk? Let's crank it together. And We're going to crank it. Go, go, going to crank town? It sounds not right. We're going to yank this crank. So good. All oh, right. Dear. Hey, and he. Hey, Mackie. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I admire your spunk. <laughs> Thank you. Especially the way you, that you, you and Hopper are cranking it. Absolutely. Well, Jake, you ain't seen nothing yet, my. Oh wait. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and crank, 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 crank. Roll to crank. Doing a crank check. All right. Exert eight. All right. And to assist. <laughs> Four. Right. Yeah, Mackie's just like slapping your hands away. You would think the robot would be good at cranking, but Mackie, uh, Mackie did some time on the Empress Lynn, So Sometimes it's better if you just crank it yourself. Hey, Alfred, you shouldn't help me out. I'm, I'm, I'm more of an expert at cranking it myself than you are. 
Well, you would know what you like. I know, I know, how, I know how to work it. You know, I know what makes me feel good. I agree. Penis metaphor. Cheng Hoon, Cheng Hoon, sorry, Chung He, uh, finally laughs. <laughs> he was like, he get... didn't get it until you said penis metaphor. <laughs> Do we get an experience for cracking up them up? Or is it if we crack up Hewn, do we get experience? Yeah, if you make Hewn laugh. Okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. Um, Short-term goal. <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah. Okay, so you are you crank the little thing, and then the... Uh, well, it's not that little, but... <laughs> I don't mean to say... It's it's more how you, yeah. how you operate it. It's appropriate. I mean, it's an effective crank. Yeah. It's proportional to the door, okay? <laughs> it's proportional to the door it's operating. Yeah. I've I've heard it's more about the uh, the axis of rotation than the actual size of the mm-hmm. handle. Some people don't like when they're that big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what they always tell me. Uh. Um, a little meter, uh, a little light meter, goes from red to yellow to green, mm-hmm. and then all of the buttons in the panel box light up. Okay. And there oh, appears shit. to be a little bit of a charge in the airlock hardware. Okay, he's going to try and cycle the airlock. You cycle the airlock. It opens, revealing a clean room. Uh, So a solid white chamber. That is now in chest deep water. Well, the water was already in here. Okay, Okay. that was going to be my question. But there is an airlock on the far side, which is closed. And uh, most importantly, about halfway down this clean room corridor, Mm -hmm. the chest deep water suddenly... It's like it hit a wall. Oh. Hmm. So there is a vertical surface to the water about wow. halfway down the corridor. So that's what an invisible wall looks like. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Water doesn't normally do that. Yeah, it looks like the backside of water. Yeah. It's a callback. Hey. hey. Um, CB is going to paddle forward to the invisible wa- where the water stops. Okay. And she very much is swimming in the water with mm-hmm. her head down playing with this new toy. Nice. And she is also, like, if she can see anything under the waterline. But, yeah, she's going to swim on up to that uh, that divide there and kind of check it out. Okay. Tentatively, like, put a little finger out. Cool. See if it goes. So you through. interact with the uh, mysterious pre-tech force field. 100%. Cool. Uh, so you stick your finger out. Yeah. And there's this weird, like, tugging sensation. Yeah. It's not violent or aggressive or anything. Just it, something feels weird when you, you can feel it. It pulls mm. CB's um, finger? Yeah. Okay. And there's a little, there's a couple of bubbles. There's a little bubble, yeah. 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 It's a hillbilly bath aid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it behaves in all ways as if you were sticking your hand up out of a horizontal water surface. Oh. So, yeah, CB kind of like burbles to the surface and is like, hey guys, I think this thing changes the gravity. Like it feels like I'm, you know, when you're deep underwater and you're like reaching your hand up, it feels like that. I'm going to go through it. And she does. If nobody stops her, she's going right through it. Okay. As soon as you get out of the water and you're in the hall, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, CB passes through it. Give me a. Uh, what's the physical save? Physical. Sweet. Nailed ah. it. Let's get physical. We're playing okay. stars without number. <laughs> That's right. All right. So I have got to meet or beat. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. I did not. I got a six. Okay. You go through, and there's like, 
I can't do justice to how profoundly strange this feels. Yeah. But you pass through a like half inch space where gravity is sideways. Okay. So it's not like it's inside your body. You have like gravity going down and. Yeah. So as it like passes through your like stomach, oh. you get this weird like, it's like uh, riding a carnival ride. Where yeah. You, get, like, dropped, you know, you feel a little dizzy. You have to sit for a few minutes because you're. You okay. have to put your head between your knees or something. Whoa, guys, that's really weird. It's, oh, I can't even describe it. It's like my ears popped and turned upside down, but they did it in my intestines. <laughs> and it's very strange. At this point, the airlock slams shut. Hey everyone, uh, that's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more... Or maybe not know more, but just touch us in a different kind of way. Go to www.astronomicapodcast.com. And there, you will find a permanent, non-expiring... Non non-inspiring. <laughs> I know. That is, true. that is accurate. <laughs> non-expiring invitation to... Our Discord, where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time. We have different channels. We usually participate in NaNoWriMo. There are community one-shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month. That's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and GIFs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us you can check us out at patreon.com slash astronomica podcast if you don't want to fund the growth of global communism you can instead just give us a five-star review uh on the podcast app of your choice provided five is the most <laughs> <laughs> if there are anywhere there are 10 stars then like at least an eight <laughs> yeah i mean i'd say we're a memphis eight <laughs> uh, they say Memphis 8 is a New York bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs>